Welcome to the We Invested Podcast, where we teach you how to save and make more cash. I'm your host, Wesley Earp, and this is Season 3, Episode 20. And on this episode, we sit down with esthetician Ebony Hunter, the founder and CEO of Exquisitely Mink. I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's do it. So today on the We Invested Podcast, we have with us Ebony Hunter. And she is an esthetician and lash educator. And she is the founder and CEO of Exquisitely Mink. Ebony, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? I'm good. Thank you for joining us. So I've just been like following your story on Instagram and just seeing you like very active and, and, and really taking the time to, um, you know, perfect your craft and what you do. So just to kind of start the interview off, can you let us know, what is exquisitely mixed and what services do you offer? Okay. Um, so exquisitely mixed is it's everything, honestly, because um being an esthetician is being general, but it started out as a just a lash company. So now it's just now exquisitely me aesthetics. So meaning I specialize in anything in beauty, lashes, waxing, facials, um, you name it, anything dealing with beauty, except for like eyebrows. I really don't mess with those. Like, mainly a lash specialist and I um, specialize in facials and waxing. Okay, okay. So it sounds like you kind of do it all, not just one thing, right? Nope. I'm in all fields. For sure, for sure. So, okay, my fault. Go ahead. No, you you can go ahead. My fault. Fact. So, how did you get started as an esthetician? Esthetician. So, actually, me being an esthetician didn't start first. Um, what I started was I worked so many different jobs, honestly, and I realized that those jobs weren't for me. Um, I came to my last and final job in 2016, um, working for a call center, and I started trying to sell hair. That didn't work out. I really actually tried a whole bunch of different things, but, you know, one day I got into makeup, and I was like, well, let me try selling lashes, because um, it wasn't really as popular back then when I started, but I was like, let me try selling lashes, and I was doing it at work, and I was doing it while I was on the phone, talking to people in between break times, and it was something that I started to actually enjoy. So I, after um, selling them at work, I ended up starting, you know, doing it on the weekends at home, like doing makeup, um, putting lashes on for girls before they go to the club. And so then that led to um, eyelash extensions. Um, and it started getting popular and I started, you know, seeing girls get them. So I was like, well, let me try them out. So I went to try them out. And, you know, I was realizing like the money that I paid for it. Cause at first that's what it was about for me because I was so unhappy what I was doing. I was like, well, shoot. I was like, this is a nice little grip. And I asked the girl, I was like, you know, you make pretty good money doing this. And she was like, yeah. So when she said it, she did, she said she hadn't taught a class before. So, um, I ended up, I asked her, I was like, well, let me know when your next class is going to be. I did, um, I took her class and I, it was with 10 girls. 
I ended up, you know, I didn't really do too much with it because I was so focused on working a full-time job um, that I didn't really, you know, once I got out of work, I didn't practice with it or do anything with it. So it just, it started, you know, basically from me doing strips, um, 3D meat strips to the lash extensions. And then eventually I just practicing with it and I ended up quitting my job. So... I worked out of my house for a year, um, not even a year. It was maybe like four months. I worked out of my house. And then my mom was like, okay, well, if you're going to work in a salon, she was like, you have to, she was telling me, she was like, you have to go to school. I didn't want to be, my mom is a cosmetologist. And that's something that I did not want to do was hair. Everybody's like, you know, they assumed just because my mom did hair, I was going to do hair. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. So it just kind of, I ended up going to school after that, basically. And that's really how the institution came about. I had to get a license in order to work with the public. For sure. So when you quit your job, like, in the beginning, was it, were you nervous? Was it scary? Or were you just like, I already started, I could make some money off of it, so I'm going to go ahead and do it? Well, see, that's, that's the thing. I kind of, I didn't really think about it. I was just... One day I was like stressed out, just at work, and I was like, you know, this is just too much. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to work, live, do all of this other stuff, and I was just like, you know, I'm not happy doing this. And it's like when you're dealing with outside problems, and then you got to come to a job every day that you hate. It was just kind of like, well, you know, I didn't invest the money in myself. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Just take that chance. So, I, I mean, it wasn't just me. I talked to my boyfriend about it. He was like, go for it, damn. You know, that's this where it's been, and I haven't looked back in my job since. So it was a little hard, honestly, because, well, and, hold on, let me say that. It wasn't as hard because remember, I was telling you beforehand, I was doing, you know, strips and makeup. So I kind of had my name out there already for that, you know, with eyelashes. But venturing out, doing something else aside from it because strips and doing makeup wasn't going to bring you money like eyelash extensions was. So that part was a little bit harder because I actually had to perfect my craft in order to get clientele coming in. More clientele anyways. So what did it take to perfect your craft? Actually practicing because I got certified in March of 2017. I quit my job in December of 2017. So it took me like six months to even get it. And so... I went from actually practicing on my mannequin like I was supposed to. Then uh, one of my homegirls, she was like, you know, she'd be one of my um, guinea pigs for me to practice on because she had nice lashes. So it was easy for me to practice on her. And, you know, we was going back and forth it ever since. And it's like I just kept doing it. Then once people started, I would get a few more people coming in. And it just, it just kind of built, it just kind of built up. You know, my clientele built up. And like I said, practicing, staying consistent, just keep trying to go with it, knowing what I want, you know, the end goal, like, okay, I got to really eat off of this. Like, this is how I'm going to eat. So, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I was just um, checking out your social media and I saw that you just recently graduated. So, could you explain, like, what that program was like? and how that experience was like going to school for your craft to to better understand it and, and better serve the people um 
going to school was definitely an experience because after I graduated in 2012, I didn't think I was going to go back to school. So actually going back for something that, you know, I was really interested in was a reason. And I actually had to pay for that out of pocket. It wasn't no help for, you know, none of that. I couldn't get no, um, I couldn't get any, you know, fast for anything like this. So I had to pay for that out of pocket. So it was exhilarating because, you know, I would be doing like, I was splitting this, like doing my doing work every day. You know, when I get go to school, I'm leaving school, doing lashes. Like you know, it was tough. School was cool. I met some great girls. Um, you know, girls that I will remember for a lifetime that are actually out here doing it. And it was, you know, I had people like motivating me. School was cool. Do I wish I could have did a, another program? Yes, in another place. But I wanted to be more in depth. But all in all, um, going to school was definitely necessary because, like I said, I was initially just going to school just to get a, a you know, get a license. But I ended up learning, like, you know, I don't have to be stuck to just doing eyelashes. I can actually make more money doing other things. Like, it's more avenues. Exactly. And so I know you kind of talked about this earlier, but, like, so once you finish or going back before the program, because you, you, you started before you went back to school for it so like how was it building up your clientele like was it a difficult process did it was it a long process or did it kind of happen immediately um so it was kind of like a snowball like you know eventually i i started getting you know more people like as i'm posting because you know you have to kind of post to show your work people started seeing like okay she getting better you know so they start seeing like oh i want to hop on the train get them done Word of mouth is really all it takes for me. That's my best advertisement. So, you know, people would people were starting to come, and then it was like, okay, I can't do all these people out my house. Now it's time to expand and go. You know, get out and start doing doing them somewhere else. So, you know, being that I was in a salon, you know, in my mom's salon, and that it wasn't hard because it was more exposure than just being in the house as well. For sure. And so you kind of hit on it earlier, like you started just posting things on social media and like, that's really how I caught on and saw what was going on. So did, do you think that social media like impacted the growth of your business too? Definitely. It definitely impacted. Um, but you know, I, if I'm being honest, like I don't, I don't feel like I get very, I get a few people off of Instagram. So when I get people off Instagram, it's kind of like, wow, because I know a lot more people locally. And that's honestly how I, you know, some people will search me up. I do try to, you know, stay a little active up there. But I think, honestly, word of mouth was, like, my best, my, like, my best, best, um, best way to help me gain my clientele. But, um, you know, it's time when I did learn, like, okay, social media is very, very important. No matter how much I want to kind of, like, stray away from it, when it comes to business, it's important because this is what, this is how, like, our generation now is finding what they're, what they're needing. They're going to social media, they're hashtagging, you know, they're tagging you, and it's, it's, it's more exposure. You got people who sharing your posts. So social media definitely does help. And I honestly think it would help out more if I was, you know, just a little bit more active up there. But, you know, when I'm actually getting business and people are still telling people about me, my book's still getting filled without me even posting like that, this, you know, it's it's just a whole different type of thing where I feel, how I feel about social media sometimes. Facts. So it's like you kind of eating with or with, without it. 
Right, right. Yeah, for sure. So going like making that transition from working a nine to five to like being an entrepreneur, was it difficult to to like manage your time or to figure out like okay, what times work best for me to be productive? Or did it kind of fall right in the place for you? No, it don't. I don't think it did not fall right in the place because you have to think about it. Some of those days are slow. So it's like, you know, versus when you work in a job, like you got to get up and go to. When it's days that you're not working, it's like, to me, it seemed like it was a little harder because, you know, I had to discipline myself. So I was my own, you know, I'm my own boss. So, it, you know, you when you had never been your own boss before, you don't know how to really kind of handle it. This was, it was a whole new thing for me. But eventually I got the hang of it. Um, you know, I just set certain certain times, just as if I was working a regular job, I would set certain times to, um, you know, get booked in between it. In between when I'm not, you know, working, I um, also, you know, just looked at YouTube videos, followed people who were doing things that I do, seeing how they stay productive. I always feeding myself, like, you know, just information, things that can help me be better, especially in business. For sure. So when you first got started, like when you first had your job and you were kind of looking for a way out, you were you were selling different things and trying different things. So how did you know you had the right business idea when you found out about doing lashes? I was happy. I was happy. It was something I enjoyed doing. Like, I want no more searching. I mean, I literally didn't try. I had tried credit repair. I had tried selling hair. Like, none of that stuff was fulfilling to me. But, like, when I really seen, like, what lashes could do and knowing that I was the one who was doing it for people, seeing how it made them feel, that was gratifying. It was like, that was a paycheck for me in itself, too, aside from just getting money from it. Most definitely. So, yeah, I definitely felt like this. This how I knew, and like I mean, it's three years now, and I'm still going with it. So, you know, I I definitely knew like, okay, this this is it, because I didn't know exactly what I was gonna do. Because like I said, you know, she was like, "Oh, you gonna do hair?" No, but it's ironic that I'm in the beauty field. So, nonetheless, you know, you will know when you find something that you actually enjoy doing. You know, waking up every morning is not even gonna be a problem. Exactly. So earlier you were talking about like how your mom was um, supporting you and how your boyfriend was supporting you and how you met people in your class that you were taking in the program that you were in. So like, what's the importance of having a good team and having a good support system around you? Mm, it's definitely important to have a good um, support system around you because you know you have to. Some days it really get hard. You wanna not you you wanna give up sometimes because running a business is not easy. Doing something you never done before is just not, you know what I'm saying? Some people it can be a cakewalk, but unfortunately sometimes it's really I mean, just being real and being a business owner, it's just not always easy. It's trials, tribulations, stuff you gotta learn from. So having a good support system, somebody to keep pushing you, people who actually believe in you, wanna see you do good. You know, you do need that, um, definitely. But it's important to understand, too, that you can't always, you know, be looking for gratification from family, boyfriend, friends, none of that. Because, you know, sometimes people ain't going to always see the vision. You know, 
And right. if you don't really like actually believe in yourself, you won't keep going either. You know, you got to really believe in yourself more than the other people around you. Because when you start believing in yourself, that's when people going to keep pushing you like, dang, they serious about this. You know, they're going to keep going. So it's good to have a good team around you, but it's good to also try and be strong willed and like, you know, just kind of keep believing in yourself. Because, you know, once you believe in yourself, other people are going to believe in you. And exactly. keep you going, keep pushing you. Exactly. So when you first when you first got started, and even now, because like you said, running a business and being a business owner is not easy. Like really, no matter what. So, what are some like business mistakes that you made early on that you learned from, or that you would tell somebody else about so they could avoid those same mistakes? Hmm. Mistakes. Let me see. I really gotta really sit down and like I'm really trying to see any mistakes that I made. First of all, I can't think of some. When I first started my last business, I was just eager to start it and I'm thinking of like cute stuff. I did not check my name, the first name that I ever had for my business. Like I didn't went and got it plastered on stuff and everything. And go change like my whole business name. So definitely do a search um for your name and your state seeing if your name is even available because it can be in another somebody can still have a, the same name as you in another state but they can't have that same name as you in your state so that was a big mistake <laughs> but you know what was the what was the first name if you remember um i want to say it was mink me pretty meet me hold on i can't even think of it oh my gosh meet me True. pretty company or something like that it was something like that to that extent Okay, okay, but the first name don't even matter no more. You got exquisitely meek now. No, and the crazy thing is, I done thought about changing my name, and I was like, you know what, I can't even change it now because people recognize me by that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, a lot of people get caught up by not checking the names and copyright, um, trademark, all of that. Yeah, it's deep. Like, you need to kind of look that up when you first start. Thanks. So, what's your favorite part about being an entrepreneur? Hmm. My favorite part about being an entrepreneur is, first of all, like, I'm the one writing the checks at this point, basically. Like, I literally get up and decide everything that I want to do. You know, I decide what times I want to work, when I want to work, if I want to work. <laughs> like, you know, um... Just being able to have more time, not feeling like drained from working a job that I hate. Um, it's just so many parts of really being your own boss. Like I really love being an entrepreneur, and I love actually knowing that, um, like I started it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I actually put it together. So exactly, this one, this just a few things that I love about being my own boss. Exactly. So what would you say is the single most important reason for your success? Being consistent. Like I feel like that's my that's my my um my most important reason for my success. Cause so many times I really could have gave up or not kept going. And you know, keeping going is what keep the business going. You know? So I feel like that's my most it just it just like actually living what I do. And trying to stay up to like what's going on in my industry. For sure. So, 
how do you define success as an entrepreneur? Hmm. How do I define success? Yeah. Um. When you when you marking your goals that that you have set out for yourself and for your business, that's defining the success. Like not what nobody else thinks success is for you. Like what you feel like once you accomplish something, that's being successful. You know what I'm saying? No matter how big or small the goal is, um, that's what success is to me. Like, and when you whatever you start your business for, and you start reaching those goals that you, you know, the reason why you started it. That's where you. That's where the success come in. Come into play. For sure. So, how would you like for people to remember you and your company? Um, I would love for people to remember me and my company by just being positive, not only just building people up with uh, you know, cosmetics and different things like that, but actually just loving their still and just being a just being positive that's my main thing for people to just like really kind of remember happy vibes um (laughs) yeah that's basically yeah so what does the future of exquisitely mink look like hmm the future of exquisitely mink is definitely going to expand i'm definitely trying to go bigger um than what I definitely have done because I know I can kind of do more. So I eventually just want to like mainly like teach, teach classes, make more bosses, um, have like my own lash line, like an actual like lash extension line. Let me clarify that. Um, and just, you know, just keep making money. That's really it. Like, I don't really have, like, no top, no top big things. Like, this this is basically what I want to do because I'm basically happy with what I'm doing now. So, anything that I can do to, like, expand, like, making more money, like, residual income, and just, you know, making more bosses out here, that's definitely what, what exclusively means. Definitely going to be looking forward to in the future. And that's something I want to talk about really quick, too, because that's really how I found out about what was going on, like, you were teaching people you were teaching you were like making people lash tech certified and that's when mm-hmm. i first heard about it and it's like you made you i like you personally taught so many people so what was that experience like like how did you even get started teaching well especially when i when i remember i was telling you when i first started like i started out with like 10 people in my class so <clears throat> i didn't really hear that like one-on-one type things so I always say you know when I started when I really get the hang of it because for one that's the fastest way you can make your money as a last tip um to me because you know you can do people it's all about how many people you can service a day but teaching somebody you know you you getting it you really get more money basically in a shorter amount of time so um and it was also just about actually making sure girls were really getting the hang really getting the hang of it because you know, for some people, it's really hard to actually get a grasp of it. So it was just something that I really wanted to do, like really put people on. Because now you you live in kind of in a time where girls are not like is um they're not willing to like kind of like share information. You know what I mean? So that was something that I definitely was interested in, and you know, making girls help girls like really jump on the wave of being their own boss. 
um and actually teaching people is just that was good for me too because like you said it teach it taught me stuff about myself as well and like how to like better teach people you know exactly yeah that's what i thought was really cool though just to see you like teaching different people and like really helping the city and helping the city get more money but which do you like better if you had to choose would you do you like teaching or actually doing doing it on on clients yourself hmm i can't i just can't choose because i like teaching teaching can be challenging because every person is different every person learns different and you know some people just can't catch on like others and it's just nothing personal it's just it just depends you know you can't do nothing but it's still in them and teach them like you know this is what you need to do and then, you know, if they believe in their stuff for another, they definitely can accomplish it. But actually doing it for people, too, um, is just different because, like I said, it's a confidence building. Like, seeing when people get up and they're finished, like, once I did, like, you know, the demo work and everything, they're like, oh, my God, I love them. And they're just as pretty as they thought it would be, um, you know. That's like I said. That's just really still to this day. It's so gratifying to me. Like, and I do, I do that. Like, I sit down and take my time and do that. So nothing really kind of compared to that because it's like, like, you know, you have to sit back and be like, wow, like I'm really, you know, skilled enough to really give people looks that really made them feel good about it. Exactly. So, I like both of them, honestly. So is teaching something that you want to keep doing like in the future? Are you going to keep that a part of your business or are you going to focus more on the services? Like which way are you going with it? Um, Honestly, I'm going more with teaching because <laughs> like I'm coming close, not saying that I should have to either way, but if I could really just teach people and like make my money more that way, I would love to do that because like I said, you just can like run a bag of real fast. It's not really about that part, but you know what I'm saying? It's just more of like what you can do to make you the most money in a shorter amount of time. So services are fun. I definitely plan on that for a little while, but eventually I definitely want to just branch out to, you know, um, just teaching people. Um, I have also thought about teaching aesthetics because a lot of people that teach um, the classes are not actual estheticians. They're cosmetologists. And it's like they're just reading out of a book. So you don't read a more meaningful, you know, it doesn't really get as meaningful as it should. Like my last teacher, she didn't really, like she didn't really care about her students. Like, like she was just basically doing it to get a check. You know, okay. so yeah. that, that kind of suck because it's like, you know, when you go to school, you have a teacher that's like a, a second mom or somebody who really care and want to see you like succeed and do stuff like that. And that's the type of, that's what I like to really give people, you know what I'm saying? Like give people that push, like you can do uh, whatever the case be. So I actually have good stuff. So definitely actually being a teacher, like instructor, an aesthetics instructor, and teaching classes and stuff like that is definitely where I'm going. And um, also, being that my mom, so my mom, her business is called Ebony Essence. So she named her business after me. Um, I don't actually like, I plan on working, but I would rather have like girls in there, like a lash salon, um, girls who are doing facials and stuff like that, like actually working under me. So that's like kind of like a goal for it, like with me keep going with the teaching because it's like I know like what they, what they actually learn has came from me and like 
it'll basically be just like little mini like bosses all in one basically that's where i'm really looking forward to like go with it people mini institutions and it's taking it to the next level with them with it exactly so like how can people sign up for your class or, or get involved so right now i'm working on finishing up my website but um if they go to my business page um you can either find me on facebook which is where I'm mainly more active at. But um, you can find me on Facebook at Ebony Hunter, which is E-B-O-N-I Hunter. Or you can find me on um, Instagram at Exquisitely Mint Aesthetics. And just send me a simple um, DM where it's on my website as well, too. But if you have questions, you know, some people like to have questions. So I just, you know, they can ask. My DM is always welcome where they can just send me questions. Um, and... I have a link as well where you can sign up for a class too. So it shows you exactly what you're getting, what you'll learn, and it'll um they can once they sign up on the website, it'll come to me. But preferably if they message me first, just so they can get all their questions out beforehand. Because a lot of people don't really like to like sign up for stuff they don't really understand what's going on. Exactly, exactly. Man, that's dope. Thank you so much for your time. But look, before we um end every podcast, we like play a uh a rapid fire question game like three questions at the end of the podcast um if you're willing to play okay sure all right first question is where's your favorite place to travel my favorite place to travel is atlanta i don't know why but i love atlanta like it's a people's town it's just it's for the it's for the folks <laughs> i love atlanta fast <laughs> so what song explains your life the most um Go Pill. I think that's how you say her name. Closer. It's called Closer. And it's closer to my dreams. Like, I just love that song. It inspires me. Like, keep going. This is what I just feel like. Every year, every day, I'm moving towards my dreams. Okay, okay. And last question. What's an amazing thing that you did that no one was around to see? Hmm. Um, I went and paid on somebody um bill how about it and then they don't know anything about it oh that's lit so, yeah so i feel yeah. like you know <laughs> that, that was something that nobody was around to see they didn't have to see it either it was just something i felt like doing it was amazing exactly like a real boss but yeah, yeah man ebony hunter thank you so much for stopping by and, and talking with us and teaching us more about what you do um we'll definitely be on the lookout and um yeah thank you you're so welcome. Thank you for having me.